Hey everybody, welcome back to This Is Gonna Hurt, a 5th edition Dirt's Engine Dragons podcast. Wubble dub dub dub! Oh. <laughs> what he said. Oh, gee, Rick. I quit. Yeah, Swifty? I quit. That's a thing, right? People uh, say that? Stop. Yeah. So we are uh, 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 five uh, dudes and we play Dungeons and Dragons and we record ourselves and some people listen. Not That's many. all debatable. But some. And... We are super excited. We're in, as always, a homemade world and a homemade adventure. And these guys mess everything up and I love it. And it's so good. And so here we go. Before I recap what happened last time, even though it wasn't that much. <laughs> uh, Steve, you want to just tell the, the fine listeners where they can find us? I can do that. Um, like always, you can find us on social media at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Our handle is at gonna hurt DND. If you want to check everything out, you can go to our website, which this is gonna hurt DND.com. You'll be able to visit our Amazon store, our Spreadshirt store. Um, you'll be able to see our Patreon. You can send us messages. Um, you can send Owen messages right through there. If you're really feeling nice or you have some time, you can head over to iTunes and download some episodes there. And if you leave us a review, that'll help us out too. Yeah. Um, I think that's the gist. Cool. So last time, the Goblin Splooshers, they uh, set out on the road and they're heading to the city of Nursevit. If you want to know why they're going to Nursevit, go check out the last episode. But they're on the road and they met this new guy because Brimley, I didn't mention this in the last episode actually in the recap, recap. But, but, but Brimley, he, uh, he stayed behind because Stumra, his lady love and fiance is, uh, Snap. is pregnant. Double so he decided to stay behind at least until the birth of his child, or at least what he suspects is his child, Junta Junior. <laughs> and uh, and so they, but they they met you a new guy the on the road. His name is Perfadula. Dulo. Dulo. Hickadula. Perfadulo. Perfadulo. Perfadulo Cronita. <laughs> And uh, he's a human, and he wears plate armor, and he's apparently very, very handsome. And he has a super handsome. He has a, a lackey named Gopher. And, Not so uh, handsome. Well, in his own way. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, so so they they joined up with uh, with those guys, and then they kind of kept traveling. They're like eight or nine days into a month long journey to Nursevit, and as they were making camp for the night, they saw a light in the distance. And as they approached it, they found a great sword stuck into a log. And just as they were approaching it, it began to vibrate. So Goblin Splooshers. What do you do? Divine Sense! I'm also, up, divine sense. I'm up in a tree. Wow. That's true. You are up in a tree. And I'm going to like just aim at it and wait. Okay. Divine sense. And again, I know we just used that last week, but it... Things affected by the uh, hallowed spell? Nope. Keep going. Know the location fiend. of any celestial fiend or undead that is not behind total cover. Nope. 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 That's Anything really else? It. You get no divine juju from this sword. Snap. It is vibrating and it's wiggling in place. Guys, it's just a normal vibrating sword. Nothing to be alarmed by. You hear a voice in the distance in the direction of the light. You hear, who goes there? Announce yourself. It is I, Perfidulo Cronita. 
That means literally nothing to me. State your intent. We saw we saw the light from the from the road, and we just wanted to make sure everything was all cool. We were uh, wary of sleeping nearby with uh, unknown things happening. You hear a <whistles> in the distance, and the sword actually pulls itself out of the log, as if grabbed by okay. an invisible figure, and it directs the tip of the blade at you. Perfidule against like a ready stance. Not a normal vibrating sword. Window <laughs> shoots a web at it. Okay, roll a attack roll. Oh, man. Oh. Not so great. <laughs> it's dark. Um, what, what was the... Uh, let me see. I mean, you have the web spell, essentially. That's what your uh, suit allows you to do. Oh, okay. Well, <clears throat> then I need to look at that because I've never used it before. One second. Well, what did you roll? I rolled a two. Oh, it's not going to hit. There's, there's well, the no spell way. Is a, is a save. Oh, that's true. So actually, I would have to roll. Okay. Thank you for that because that no was problem. a terrible roll. Should be a deck save. Okay. So basically, as the webs sling towards you, it just kind of like rotates in place and it just slices through webs, and it and it points and it actually Whoop. it actually f- like twirls itself away from you towards the light. Is that your sword? Who are you? Like just the voice. Are you yelling that? I'm yelling that. One of them, yes. But again, prove to me. Give me some reason why we shouldn't strike you dead where you stand. We because are, no one wants to spill blood. We just came to see what the what their, the campfire was about. Why are you traveling? We are on the road to Nursvit to visit the tournament, of course. You and you hear like I mean, you're a couple hundred feet away, and you hear just kind of like indistinct uh, chattering, as Netflix would call it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> subtitles in its subtitles oh are there subtitles for the podcast <laughs> and uh and you hear approach slowly perfidula would kind of like hold the great sword in a not so threatening manner as he approaches slowly okay i mean as you like literally like moments after that you hear a voice um another voice that that goes um Oh, for the love of the gods, Philip, leave them alone. They're just travelers. Um, I'm floating still. <laughs> <laughs> Windows in the trees. Okay. Uh, are, you, are you moving closer towards them? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so, I mean, essentially, there's like a little campsite set up, and the closer you get, the, the more it kind of comes into view, and yeah. you see a bunch of people all sitting around a campfire. There are... <laughs> Sorry. No. <laughs> No apologies. Unforgivable. You have to live with this. <laughs> I think there's eight people all sitting around a campfire. What so is there's this? So the the man who seems to be talking to you, yeah. he is wearing mostly plate armor. He's not in a full suit of armor, but he's got most pieces of a pretty like it's it's not like patchwork, like a bunch of different plates. Like it's clearly like a full suit that was made for him. Right. And he has a long sword in each hand, and then kind of hovering next to him is this great sword. So that's the first guy you see. He's got uh, kind of just like shortish black hair, a huge, thick handlebar mustache. And this seems to be the person who you were speaking to. Oh, well, um, hold on. Everybody else, you see a man who is in like this, like you're wearing full plate armor. This guy's in like next level. Okay, so it looks like like he needed help to get in this armor, <laughs> and his his helmet it almost resembles resembles like a welder's mask, 
And it's, so it's literally this very like cube-like mask and there's just like a thin slit for him to see through. And, uh, and so he's just kind of like uh, standing, leaning up against a nearby tree. Oh my gosh, there's so many. There's uh, a, again, you've got candlelight, so it's like a little bit, uh, candlelight, you've got a campfire, so it's a little bit hard to see all these, these details, but there's like a, kind of like a dark, dark-skinned elven woman with very short hair on the sides, like buzzed short. And it's not like this full, like luscious quaff uh, on the top. It's just kind of like, it is a little flowy though on the top. She is also wearing full plate armor and has uh, a, a two-handed hammer. And you said she was a half-elf? Uh, elf. Elf. I might have okay. said half-elf. What color hair? Uh, dark. Just the dark hair. Skin. Dark hair. Hard to Got tell it. in the campfire if it's like a brown or a, a black, but it's not blonde or Does white. the guy's helmet look like that? Or something... Uh, even more welder-like. Oh, wow. Okay. Like, even that doesn't really do it justice. <laughs> Three. You see an older woman who has a big hooked nose, kind of like warts on her face. Uh, and she's got this like scraggly gray hair. She's the only one, it seems, that is not wearing plate armor. She has but a gray cloak over her. And she's sitting on the, the ground. And she's, uh, she's kind of like eating uh, some food in front of her. They all seem to have food and drink around them. There is a uh, another woman who you clearly uh, you've spent enough time with Viola to instantly recognize a fire ganasi, and so she seems to be kind of a gray-skinned, orange-haired uh, ganasi, and her eyes are solid orange, no irises, no pupils, um, and she even has. Um, I guess you wouldn't be able to see that. <laughs> uh, that's her. Am I missing anybody? I mean, there's only six people, and. The, the, the you imagine that the deeper, gruffer voice, the second voice that spoke to you, is coming from probably the oldest dwarf you've ever seen. He's this muscular guy. He is not wearing a shirt. He's just got pants on and boots on. He's completely bald on the top, and he's got this big white beard that just kind of like beads up into just a bunch of different braids that are held on with all these clips. And his the tattoos that cover his entire neck and the top of his head actually are very close in appearance to the markings on a Goliath. So he almost to you, Koreth, like you almost took him for a Goliath for a second, but then you're like, wait a minute, he's really short. <laughs> and, uh, and, and you see nearby him, he has this big square shield that's leaning up against something. And uh, that's, that's clearly where the second voice came from. And, uh, and he's actually the, the, the person that talks to you again as you approach. And he goes, ah, so you're, you said you're traveling to the tournament there, eh? Yes, yeah, we, we are. Um, are you guys as well? You all seem pretty, um, you seem like a capable looking group. Oh, we're more than capable, but no, not, not going to go compete in the tournament. That's a bit above our level of expertise. Okay, well. Are you a, uh. Adventuring party? Guild? Oh, no. Not, not adventurers by any means. No, we're craftsmen. Oh. oh. That's what, cool. What's your craft? <laughs> what does he look like? And he takes uh, this hammer that's uh, like leaning up against his leg, and he just like bangs on the nearest piece of metal with it. So you're a musician. <laughs> <laughs> and the other, like everybody else, they kind of like... They roll their eyes a little bit, but he's like deeply, heartily laughing at what you Guys, said. Guys, I think I made a funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're the finest blacksmiths in all the land. I've, Wait, I've not you, heard of you. But oh, I haven't even told you your name yet. That's true. And you notice that there is a wagon. 
Okay. And you see boxes and crates and stuff on the wagon. Yeah, yeah. And, and in the firelight, you see an anvil. Like the logo mm-hmm. is an anvil. And then to either side of the anvil are like three stars. So there's six stars in total. It's kind of this like sparkly effect. And above the anvil, it says the armored. And under the anvil, it says arcanist. Um, and wh- would Korath, the name instantly stands out in your head. And you know that the armored arcanist is the uh, person who's, who received your maul in order to upgrade it uh, during that year break that you guys took. Wait a minute. That name. And I look on the bottom of the mall it's and I there. see nope. a tiny uh-uh. little... No, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, not the name, but the, the symbol. The symbol. Yeah, the, okay. the anvil with the, with the six stars is actually, yeah, it's actually like been branded into um, the, the hilt essentially at the bottom of your mall. I think, I, I think my, the... Uh, I think you worked on my on my weapon. Oh, look at that! Uh, isn't it great when a weapon comes home to you? Oh, let me see. Let me see. Oh, and he takes it from you, and he goes, oh, yeah. Hey, lads, you remember this one? He says, lads, even despite the fact that there are three women of the six of them. And he goes, oh, this was a beauty. And again, they're just kind of rolling their eyes at him. And uh, at, at this point, like some some movement takes place. The, the, the sword, which was hovering next to Philip, as you right. assume his name is, it, it kind of just like flies and it sheaths itself onto his back and he puts both of his long swords away at his hip. When Wendar when yells, hey, that's cool. My sword used to be able to talk to me, but it could never float. And he's still up in a tree. <laughs> so, <laughs> wait, um, what did that tree do to you? What? Yeah, I was going to ask, why no, uh, was your uh, sword oh, in the yeah, tree why trunk? Was your, why is your sword in the tree? Oh, and Philip speaks up. It was... Standing guard. That's cool. Hmm. So you can you can command your sword to do things. Can command a lot of things to do a lot of things. That's cute. Is it? Hey, this is really bold of me to ask, but do you mind if like we camp nearby or something? Oh, why, why wouldn't you? Can you? I don't know if you can get. Uh, yet a, uh, well, I guess he can't see your carriage. <laughs> it's like six hundred feet away. And it's nighttime. We have. <laughs> We have a we have a, a group with us, and we you don't s- want to leave. You see that their wagon is is pretty small. Like they're they're probably walking and using this very small wagon with just a single horse in order to pull uh, certain things with them. And so they were kind of able to navigate it through sure. sort of dense trees at this point. How do you travel as blacksmiths? It seems like a very cumbersome profession. Well, we're not travelers at all. But by the looks of your hammer, you are. I mean, look at all these. Look at this little bit of water damage over here. Yeah, it's it's uh it's been it's served me really well over the last year. It's been to a lot of places. And he kind of scratches it a little bit and he tastes it. Yeah, it's like concentrated water juice on this thing. Yeah, water juice. Oh man. And he hands it back to you. And he goes, but of course, I mean can you can you do you have a wagon or are you are you traveling on foot as well? No, we have a wagon. Ah. Um yeah, we can we can go get it. Can I get like this polished? It's, it's been through a lot over the last year. <laughs> Maybe in the morning I'm, I'm more than a couple of mugs in. And the elf, uh, the, the dark-skinned elf uh, standing next to him says, 12, exactly, uh, just under her breath, but everybody can hear it. <laughs> um, and to answer your other question, the elf says, uh, that my husband refuses to answer, we are not traveling blacksmiths because that wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, I because I don't need a forge 
and and like lots of anvils. Yeah. And like a, oh, yeah. a shop. Oh yeah, lots and, of anvils and, and you need the, the forge and the fire. You, you need to <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, you need to and and you need to carry all of the ingots and yeah, it's a lot of stuff. Well, we're actually uh, we're actually been relocating. We're uh, we're we closed up shop where we were, and we're actually uh, heading towards the capital. Did Emmett come with you guys? No, he's with no, the he's, he's with the wagon. Interesting. Hey, hey, Windar, can you can you tell Emmett that <laughs> 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 we don't need Emmett? I was just asking. I, I was going to say like he should bring the wagon here. I'll be I'll be right back. I'll see if we can get the wagon through here. Um. Hi. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's the coolest armor I've ever seen. It's built right into you. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it's pretty cool. Can I come, come look? Uh, uh, who's stay? Oh, but but he's like a big turtle person. He's got, he's literally got armor. He's a turtle. That's offensive. Well, I apologize. I didn't know the name. Yeah, at this point you realize, okay, so you've spoken to the dwarf, you've spoken to the elf, you've spoken to Philip. The man in full armor has not said a word, has not moved, and the old woman is literally just giggling to herself at this point, drawing in the dirt, and... The Ganassi is literally not even paying attention to the fact that you're there, and she's just like continuing to like clean dishes and do things like that. Um, I I appreciate um your that did you like my shell? I mean, it's it's been with me for a long time, so I appreciate it. <laughs> um, who, what's is that your shell over there? Which I point, one? I point to like the 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 big suit of armor. I'm just assuming it's a, it's just like a giant empty suit of armor. Empty suit of armor. <laughs> oh no, that's that's Cinder. What kind it's of just armor like, is that? Literally, because again, he's been essentially a statue this entire time. Just literally a hand. Just <laughs> <laughs> wait. There's someone in there. <laughs> Whoa! You see the hull of the helmet. <laughs> How do you move? <laughs> He's a person, of course. You, you gotta forgive him for not speaking. Had his vocal cords burnt to a crisp. How did that happen? Poor uh, fellow. He doesn't like to talk about it. But you just said he can't. He can't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, sorry, Cinder. It's like, and at that point, Cinder actually turns and he and he just kind of like walks away. And what you imagine might be a huff, but. Uh, you notice at this point that there is a small creature on your shoulder <gasps> looking at you. He looks kind of like a weird greenish gray scaly bat thing with arms and legs. And he's got wings. So it's like on your shoulder and it's just like looking at your face and you turn and you see it. So I... Wow. <laughs> What's this? What? Siegfried, what are you doing up there? You're being rude to our guests. And then the the little bird, the bird, the the little creature kind of just like flies over and lands in uh, the dwarf's lap, and and he just kind of like puts his hand on his head, and he just kind of like squeezes his head, and he's like, "Oh, you're doing that, you big little rude little monster." What's that? Oh, it's my, it's a homunculus. I oh. built him. You built him? Yeah, I took a bunch of clay and, and some ash and some man... Have you ever heard of a mandrake? I killed a mandrake and I took its roots and I, and I birthed it life. You... 
You burped it. I burped in life. I can't handle this guy. <laughs> this guy's amazing. Um, I, like, I immediately take out my book and I'm just like in the dark, like drawing what I can. Yes, my husband is not a mere blacksmith, but... So do you guys enchant things too? Oh, yes. And at that point, it would be mm, probably the old lady-ish. The, the old lady who's sitting around and be like, Get finest! Finest enchanters in all the land! And then just silent. <laughs> Wait, who is that? You're there. Well, you're in a tree. No, I no went, he went back to get, I went the, to go get oh, the wagon. Okay. Yeah. Who, 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 who's that? What? The little, the little old lady. Oh, we call her the Countess. She's not really a Countess, but that's, that's the only name we could get out of Is her. Is she really good at math? Uh, I imagine so. I mean, the kind of uh, enchanting we do usually involves a lot of figures. But no, I, I wasn't talking about figures. I was talking like, I was talking about like, you said count. She, she's good at counting. She looks up with you, looks up at you and closes one eye. And the other one opens really wide. And she blows you a kiss. Whoa, wait. And then she goes back to playing in the dirt. What was that? <laughs> um, that was an honest question. <laughs> I would say, I mean, you weren't that far away. So uh, you, would, you would realize that you probably can't get your carriage because it's significantly larger than the wagon that they seem to be using. Uh, you can't actually get it to them, but you can kind of like... Uh, Jamie manages to kind of finagle it a little bit into the woods so it's not right on the path that you were on. And they all, like, Jamie's not just going to stay there by yeah. themselves. So Jamie and Emmett both follow you there. You, this, you guys think it'll be all right over here? Like, nothing funny will happen to it? <laughs> yeah. All right. And we head back over. And I'm, I de-spider myself again. Is now just gonna, gonna walk normally. Cool. And we emerge into the open area. Hey, what's up, guys? How long would it be to um, enchant like, like armor? Like, huh. Well, once we get uh, our establishment up and running, uh, we're pretty proficient with the enchanting thing. We build it right into the armor or the weapons. I know we're called the armored arcanist, and the armor's in the name, but we do weapons also, obviously, because we enchanted them all. Yeah, yeah, thank you for that. It's, it is real good at, like, taking things and making them flat. It's usually what I do with it. That's what you're supposed to do with it. Well, you'll probably do really well since the enchanters over there were jerks. Wait, we weren't in the capital city, though. Oh, you mean in Stromwolds. Oh, in Stromwolds, yeah. No. Yeah. Uh. Oh, you guys came from Strummel's. This were, is Philip speaking. They were rude. Jerks. Well, I mean, they're usually in pretty high demand, so I mean it's they can kind of act however they want, you know. Yeah, but you can you can be kind of the way it is. You could be in high demand and not be a, a jerk about it. Mm. That's just it just kind of seems like that would be normal etiquette. I don't know. Call me is, crazy. Is that a homunculus? Emmett says to the guy. You said that with an accent? No, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, oh yeah, this is Siegfried. He's just my little bud. I built him from the dirt itself. And he goes, oh, I'm familiar. Do you like, do you write stuff like that down? Or? And he's, nope, all in the old noggin. And he goes, cool. 
Emma, can you do that? I've been working on it, <laughs> but mm, no. Maybe you should talk with Siegfried. That's, uh, well, Siegfried's a homunculus. Wait a minute. Wait, but can he talk? Maybe he can tell you how he's made. No, I can't talk. I can talk. Hey, name's Hoos, by the way. Nice to meet ya. Hoos. 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 I like that name. Windar. I like it too. It's been doing me a good job for 300 years now. You're 300 years old? Yes. Wow. Yeah. You look good. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Good thing for me, my wife's a cradle robber. <laughs> Windar just kind of like looks over at the elf because I guess he gestured towards her. Mm -hmm. And he just kind of like just tilts his head like and inclines it. She smirks. Cool. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, actually, can, can I roll, can I do like a, I don't know, like a wisdom or insight or something like that? Because, because Emmett said he can't make a homunculus mm -hmm. Windows automatically suspicious that suspicious because, you know, no, cause he knows Emmett's like, right. I'm rolling inside check. He, you know, he did some For stuff. That specific <clears throat> thing. That's like, this dude's probably, oh man, I'm stupid. D and D Crit fail. Hard to tell. <laughs> D&D, &D, where every player character has trust issues. <laughs> yep, it's true. Wow. But, uh... Wow. So I don't... But, yeah, feel free. I mean, pull up a... Pull up a seat. We got drink for days. We got quite a bit of to go and all the way to the capital city. We're only about halfway that person, Leo, is what's happening. I don't, um... I don't drink, but I'd be happy to... Oh, why not? It's a good thing. It's, like, basically, like, like, water. Oh, that's just not. keeps it fresh, though, you know, when you're on a long journey, you try to take water I, and make I you just, sick. I just, from my experience, humans don't have the same uh, constitution, I guess you'd say, as, as dwarves. Well, that's yourself. probably true. I mean, <laughs> pretty much soon as we stop breastfeeding, they start putting the beer in our hands. <laughs> it seems to be written into your character. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> Well, I, I, I can contribute uh, some, some, uh, some We're having a road party. He's uh, 300 year old dwarf is basically a, a child trapped in a, in a 300 year old dwarf's body. <laughs> cool. Um, so yeah, uh, Korath takes out the alchemy, the alchemist jug. Okay. And he's going to start pouring wine. Cool. Don't I'm going to, I'm going to kind of like montage through like some party scenes. Yeah. Where it's I'm playing music. Kind of Jim, at some point, you know, you do actually see Emmett kind of talking to him, and he's like pointing at things and poking uh, Siegfried the familiar. <laughs> um, at some point, you see him take out his his hammer, which is not a a one handed hammer; it's smaller than that, actually. Yeah, it's um, a mallet. It's it is literally. Uh, it's not so much the hammer you'd use to bang; it's actually more like a master blacksmith kind of like points to a spot, you know, directs with it. Where well, an apprentice might actually like hammer with a Sledgehammer. It's a pointing hammer. Yeah, that's that's what they do. They they point to it, and, and you actually see like so the the there's the 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 sledge part to it, but actually the back actually resembles almost like a pickaxe. This is what a master blacksmith does. They point they point to parts that they want their apprentice to um, sledge essentially. Okay. And uh, at some point, you actually see it actually kind of glows purple when he's like pointing at things on the homunculus. And again, your the name the armored arcanist is actually kind of making sense. And you kind of make a pleasant conversation with them, and, and you learn that they're coming from a city called Brentle, uh, which you know is in the middle of that mountain range. So you're going to Nursvit, which is at the top. Okay. So we're going to Nursvit. They're yep. going to the capital city. We should probably. The capital of a true. Right. 
We should probably Got put it. up pictures with us pointing. Pro- maybe. Picture A, Nersvit. And so at Picture the bottom B. of the mountain range that Nersvit is on, that is Var Elk, which it says on your map that you have. So Var Elk is at the bottom of that mountain range. Nersvit is at the top. Rental, you know, is in the middle of that map, and it's not on that map for a reason. It doesn't say Var Elk on here. Correct. Var Elk is... It says so, Valorn. So when you find out that they come from Brintle, you've you've heard just like, you know, it's not a thing that people often talk about, but you have heard like little bits of news here and there that the city is not doing that well. Gotcha. Mm. And so that, that's pretty yeah. much as much as you know in that category. Right. And so, um, you know, I think like, okay, they're leaving. Makes sense. Goes on for Fidulo. We just kind of like go to sleep. He's okay. not, he's not particularly like invested in do how do you handle just uh, you know again if you want to do more things totally fine but as the night does kind of wind down how do you handle watch you have six additional people do you trade off with them do you trust them do you i think we would perfect dulo uh would want to maintain the same watch schedule they'd been doing so like Keep like yeah. our group, our group on watch. Yep. Um, during Korat's uh, part of the night, he would actually he would be facing like the wilderness, and Trevor would be kind of hitched to the side of the wagon. But he would, be, but Trevor would be facing the armor of darkness people. Got it. So like if like if like they do something shifty. Got it. Okay. So when you're you're kind of like settling down and and preparing to go to sleep, you you find that they are also going to keep watch. They're not going to rely on us. Rely on you, and you discover that Hoos Hoos. is going to take two of the four shifts. Cinder is going to take one, and Philip is going to take the last one. Cool. And to let the women. Sleep through the night. When Cinder is not on watch, does he ever take off his suit? Or is he in his suit like all the time throughout the night? <laughs> he stays in his suit the okay, entire cool. time. All right. So yeah, uh, yeah. I would I would take the I would take the watch with Cinder. Okay. Anybody else want to no, call a person? Oh, you're not going to do a watch? No, I'm going to do a watch, but I'm not going to call a person. Okay, I'll do one of the Hoosies. Hoos. I'll hang with Hoos. Okay, so okay. that leaves you with Phil. One Hoos two hey, Phil. and Phil. Cool. Eye on that sword. Yeah. Oh, I, so can I ask who's a question? Sure. This is just at some point in the night. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, um, have you ever encountered a sword that can talk to you all the time? Oh, Although I will say, Philip's the expert on swords. I'm more a armor kind of guy. That's fair, but you've you've been exposed to this. Uh, of course. Okay. Um, enchanted swords. Sometimes they they got a, some kind of being stuck inside of them. Yeah. So sometimes the magic that's woven by the arcanist is actually so in depth that it actually brings the thing to life itself. See, I w- like Siegfried. See, I w- I wish I could do that, but I f- see. Long story short, I found an axe. It hurt me when I was pulling it out of this stump, and okay. then it turned into a sword. And then there's actually a spirit of an orc in here, what? or half orc, huh. and he. I don't know. We were we were we were cool. We were friends, but then like I was, I was, able, I, I was able to rage out. Really, like pretty cool, but then can I see the sword? Oh yeah, here. And he hands it oh, over. Hey, However, Philip, my bond my bond is broken with it. I think. Oh no! And why can't you just rebond to it? Did you try that? No, huh. but it 
but it, it felt like there was more than just the bond was lost, and I'm concerned. Hold on. Let's, uh, let's bring the expert in. And Philip, at this point, you know, he breaks away from whatever conversation he's a part of. He's got a mug in his hand, and he... What? <laughs> oh, hey. Um, my sword is possessed by a spirit, and I'm afraid that because my bond was broken, I lost more than just the... Uh, well, I'm afraid that the effect is gone in a lot of ways. But however, I think a bad there was a bad effect too. If, like if I wasn't with it, I got like sweaty and anxious without oh it. You know what I mean? Okay, and he takes the sword from you. I just want the spirit and the you know. And you like you see him actually like he he pulls a even smaller hammer out like a almost like a the thing like a doctor will hit your like with it is made of metal though, but it's more like a more like a, a tester kind of thing. And he actually kind of like, you see him actually kind of like bang on it and he holds it up to his ear and he, and he, he holds it up to his ear and he kind of looks at it and, and he goes, oh, and he, and he like sits down on the ground. He puts it on his lap. He pulls out a chisel actually. And so you see that he's what, what there are actually these, um, runes that actually kind of like appear at different parts in the blade. And he actually takes the chisel and he just starts like, what? I never noticed those. Did, were they always there? And he holds it up. Oh. He said, where's the idiot? Oh, I'm right here. <laughs> he holds it. Hello? Nothing. Oh. I, do I have to reattune to this? Yes. All right. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> Philip, thank you very much. Um, If there's anything I can... I thought it was... Who's... No, no, Phil. This was Phil. Phil. Oh, he this, he's the right, sword right. expert, apparently. Right, 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 right. If, I was going to talk to Hoos. If there's anything I could do That's for you two right. gentlemen... Just ask. Thank you very much. Oh, uh, I mean, okay. And he walks away. Payment would have been nice. Oh, <laughs> no. Rub- no, no he, just, he, just keeps, he just keeps drinking. Windar runs over and gives him five gold pieces, I guess. I don't, I, I don't know how much. This is great. Thanks. I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> oh, it's really hard to tell when he's serious because he's sarcastic like every minute of like every day. That's fair, but I, I don't want to shortchange him. I don't give him anything. It's his job. He's a blacksmith. He takes care of swords. Like, it's his job. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> his, he gets paid for it. But, dude, I pay him properly. <laughs> That's probably fine. He flips him a sixth one. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Philip literally just lets it fall to the ground. He doesn't attempt He doesn't attempt to catch it. <gasps> and he goes and he goes and he grabs he goes and fills up his mug from a barrel that's you know sitting on the edge of their wagon and so um, he grabs that, that is happening at some point in the night he grabs you're gonna the have a conversation with who's you could probably have one um you know during your one of your shifts yeah with him so. um yeah so i was gonna just like come over and like just pour him some wine from the alchemy jug does anybody else want to do anything before you go to bed i just gonna i'm gonna play the sick for as much as i can <laughs> Okay, he will literally just like play with you, like a like a like a ferret. That's, like he'll just play doing. with you until you're He's ready. He's crawling to all over yeah. your body. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Anybody else? Um, no, I just wanted to talk to Hoose about. Uh, well, okay, so everybody goes to bed. I was going to attune my sword there in the meantime. Well, you probably you could do that during your uh, your Rest watch, and you'll idiot. be okay. Where's the idiot? So He's I right guess here. Korath and Hoose are taking the first watch. And, hey. Um, oh, what's up? And he actually like. He he walks over the wagon. Everyone else is asleep. What's going on? Um, before before like I start getting in the conversation, I like I kind of like a kind of uh, gesture uh, Trevor to turn the other direction. So he's he I so during the watch I always have during a watch I always have Trevor looking in the opposite direction. Okay, Korath is just as a while you're doing that, you see him fiddling with his hammer, 
and it starts to glow this purple. And over the wagon, he kind of like uncovers basically like eight weapons, just like swords and axes and hammers and stuff. And he kind of just like taps the pile with his hammer. And you ever see like fire like spread, like when you put lighter fluid on something, like it kind of spreads over the object, but the object hasn't caught on fire yet. So this kind of like purple flame just kind of like washes over them and then it goes out and then they all just kind of like lift up and he just like gives a, gives like a little nod of his head and they just fly in different directions and you see them kind of just like staking out different points around the, um, the camp and he goes, now we don't even have to keep watch. They'll do it for us. Isn't that cool? That's so cool. Yeah, come sit with me. And he just like hops up on the wagon. Okay. Wow. Huh. Wow. Um, hey, um I know I'm pretty freaking cool. You are pretty freaking cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, what uh hey, what kind of armor is uh Cinder wearing? Huh. That's my own design. Do you like it? Yeah. I don't we don't even have a name for it yet. But I've been calling it mountain armor. Isn't that cool? I love it. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, you could probably kill Cinder and then you could take his. But he. he I'm not saying you like should, nice but I'm guy. just saying. It's a, actually, you know, it's probably a little small for you. Yeah, I was going to say. Can you, like, take measurements of my armor and then, like, one day I can come get armor from you? That's a. You mean like if you ever visited us in the capital city? Yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. So you want me to... But if you never come, though? Well, we have... What if you, like, die somewhere on the road and then I just got this, this like, big set of armor that only you would fit a Goliath? Well, I have, I have... We have a guild hall in Stromals. Oh, you do? So, I mean, that's, like, not super far from the capital. So, like, you could, like, send it there. That's a good point, actually. Well, let me, let me look at you... Let me size you up, and if you literally want him to, like he will literally, the, he will literally period. measure you. Yeah. I, so he pulls out like a tape roll. That's and what I want. He literally <laughs> measures you. There's like a there's a piece of paper and a uh, purple hand. Okay. Shows up and it is writing things down, and he kind of whispers to it, and he's he's he literally takes your measurements. So while he's doing that, I'm like, oh oh, what's what's the deal with your hammer? Huh. Well, I. It's really tiny. You can't even kill things with it. I use it to, to smith. Wait, you can use hammers for more than killing? Of, of how do you think you shape metal into different weapons and arms and stuff? With like really I mean, I could do it in magic hands. too, but like there's something to be said about actually pounding the steel into the shape you want. It's, there's no better feeling in all the world. You do that with hammers? Of course we do. Where do you... Oh my goodness. I'm... Uh, uh, hey, I no, used I'm to happy use a to be club. the one to get to tell you that. It's a highlight of my week. Really? No, my wife's pretty good looking. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. You're done at this point. Yep. He's finished measuring you. Cool. Well, thank you. Um, how how hey, how much does your special armor cost to make? Well, you know, I guess what do we use? I mean, we had to do like a little bit of research with to figure out how it all went together. Now, I will say the whole thing is it's rather heavy. It slows you down. Very hard to be sneaky in it. You're not as not as agile as one might hope. I mean, I already wear like the heavy armor, so I figure. Why not go the whole way? Absolutely. I like uh, the heaviest plate armor I can have as well. But uh, 
I mean, materials-wise, it probably costs like, I don't know, 2,000 golden monarchs to make, so we usually run the bill somewhere at like 4,000 if we we're going to make some. I mean, Cinder is the only person in all of the tree and he's got mountain armor, so... But that's usually what we go for, but I think I'd give you a discount because we're such good buddies. What kind of benefits do you get from mountain armor? Huh. Uh, well, it's just better protection. I mean, I mean, look at all the look at all the flaws in your plate armor. And he's just like pointing out like the f- the v- one or two like you know <laughs> gaps and stuff. And he goes, "What have you got an outer right there? I mean, that would take you down for good." You're right. And now you just you feel like you're just naked now. You just feel like glasses shattered. <laughs> Why am I even wearing armor? <laughs> Strips naked. <laughs> Forsakes paladin just goes barbarian. <laughs> I mean, he almost did. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, and so, yeah, yes. I mean, I don't. I mean, I, you said you're going to nurse right? It's going to take you. I mean, how far are we? It's going to take you another couple of weeks there. I mean, when do you plan on being back in Stromals? To be perfectly honest, I have no idea. Oh. Eventually, we have a building that we own. <laughs> We will be going back. <laughs> all right. Every couple of minutes, the all the weapons that were that are floating, they fall to the ground, <laughs> and he has to like wake them up again. And he just gives like a ding with like hit something metal, and they all and they just they get up again, just like um, every so often. Well, it's been great talking, and oh yeah, look at the time. I mean, I think our watch is almost over. Okay, who's next? Yeah, and you. Well, he would go to bed. He'd he would probably take the first and the last shift. Oh, okay. Yeah. So who's uh, next? Who would Karth wake up? That's the question. Uh, he's gonna wake up Junta. All right. And you were gonna go with Cinder, Cinder right? Cinder, not Chisel. I was gonna say Chisel. So uh, who wakes up Cinder? Which you don't know that he's awake because he literally just like ding 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 on his armor, <laughs> and then for like a good solid minute. You know, he who's is just talking to him, but Cinder is not moving at all. <laughs> and then he just, just gets up and uh, he he picks up uh, his weapon, which you have not uh, seen at, at this point. It's this, uh, it essentially looks like a big tank that he straps onto his back and it, it it's literally a flamethrower, which you completely boggles your mind because you're like... <laughs> Don't like you. Well, you, I guess you're the only person that sees it. You don't know what to make of it. He literally like backpacks this tank on, and there's this like tubing, and there's literally just this like metal rod that he's holding in his hand, when and it makes get into Warhammer. <laughs> and it makes and it makes no sense. Um, and he, he uses like a little like a thing you'd use to light a Bunsen burner, and he lights like a little pilot light at the end. Um, hey, uh, Cinder. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, you don't talk. Um what? Oh, this is gonna be hard. Um What's that? And I'm trying to kinda of talk with my hands like <laughs> Okay. Um Huh. Maybe I literally don't speak your language. <laughs> Um, I've never really come across this. Um, okay. Let's see. Um, can you like, maybe like yes or no questions? Like not or not or that, uh, okay. 
Man, did you guys see? Do you guys listen to last week's episode? Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Um, hey, so since you're not, I, I could tell you all about myself. If you're interested. All right. So basically, I grew up <laughs> as a young turtle. Fade to black. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I, I, the whole watch, I just tell my whole story. We had a good run. <laughs> <laughs> my whole story. And so, as your as your two hour shift is winding down, and and that's how I ended up in the capital city, and now I'm with these guys, and it's pretty awesome. I've really gotten to know them a lot better, and you know, it, it's pretty enjoyable. And he starts walking I, over to Philip, and he just <laughs> he, he holds the he holds the the little flame at the end of his the the rod, and just holds it up to his mask. And you see him reach up and just lift a little bit of the mask up. And then he lowers it down. And he fiddles with it a little bit. And then he pokes Philip with it. And freaking pixies. And he gets up. Who do you wake up? I think. All right. Well, Cinder, have a good one. Um, maybe next time I can show you my book. It's got a lot of stuff in it. Um. Philip uh, says to you, "Did you have a good talk?" To me, and he walks away. The mirror, yeah, and then he leans up against the same tree that that Cinder was pretty much leaning up against the entire time. Well, I feel like Cinder's a really good listener, but I mean, aside from that, it was all right. Doesn't have much of a choice, all right? So, and then I'll wake up. Uh, <laughs> Perfundus, what's your name again? Perfidulo. Perfidulo. Cornita. Cornita. Jesus. Perfunctory. Cornitas. Perfunctory. Cool. Oh. Last time I tried to think about a character name. Perfunctory carne asada. There we go. <laughs> Carnita asada. <laughs> Purple carne. <laughs> All right. So you wake up. It shows a really hard name. It's Steve. you and Philip. He um, he gives a whistle. The, the great sword on his back yeah. slips out. And it... it kind of just like heads off in the other side and it actually kind of twirls in the air. Not spins, but, you know, along the Y-axis, it, it's spinning around. Gotcha. Just kind of gently rotating. Yep. Cool. And Junta went back to sleep? Yep. I'm out. All right. I guess he would um, kind of look up at Phil and kind of give him like this look of just like, not like disgust, but just like annoyance. And you just say to him, look, I don't want to talk to you. You don't want to talk to me. Let's just get this over with. Might like you best of all. All right. <laughs> and then he's just going to post up and wait for his two hours to be over. Roll me a perception check. Did you say post up? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. This might be a good time to say that my mace of warning uh, warns us of danger. Mm. While the weapon is on your person, you have advantage of initial rolls. In addition, you and any of your companions within 30 feet of you cannot be surprised, except when incapacitated by something other than non-magical sleep. Cool. You have a mace of warning? Yeah. Yes, he does. That's he does. Yeah. The weapon magically awakens you and your companions within range if any of you are sleeping naturally when combat begins. Throw that out there. I don't know cool. if that's... It's cool. Roll to five, by the way. Okay. So, you don't see anything. Cool. He doesn't see anything. Cool. Junta, though... You are woken to a start as your huh? uh, mace does whatever it does to let you know that there's something nearby. It vibrates. 
Okay. Vibrates. Mm-hmm. You're woken up. Two hums. <laughs> what? Is is it in uh I guess I'll immediately make a, a perception check. Okay, do it. See what's if I can notice him. Would I have noticed him waking up? What? Would I have noticed Absolutely. him waking He's up? Standing up. Twenty five. Junta, what 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 is it? What's going on? You hear... I got a vibration. You hear crunching in the, uh, the brush. Puts his mouth, his finger over his mouth. I've learned that that means quiet. <laughs> I point at the brush and I try to alert of something. Well, that wakes everybody on. else up too, right? Um, yeah, it says uh, it, the weapon magically awakens you and your companions within range. Right, if everybody's like sleeping in the <laughs> okay. heart. Do you um, consider the other people like in the, the armored arcanist to be your companions? I would say so. I mean, I like I like all of them. Okay, so everybody kind of like wakes up. Some of them do not understand why. Oh. And uh, wait, I'm, it's not morning. And you hear uh, Philip gives a whistle, and the sword just kind of streaks off in the direction of the sound. And you hear, but you can't see what's going on. Jinda, why did you wake us up? What, I, wait, did I you did, wake us up? I didn't wake us up. My mace did. Your mace did? It's a long Does story. Does it talk to you too? Cool. No. Um, I'm going to go into the, like, into the brush and see what's going on. I will follow. Okay. Likewise. So you find, when you go into the brush, you see uh, a man who doesn't, you know, he's, he's not like in a ninja outfit or anything, but he is in kind of like traveler's ranger type gear. You know, he's wearing like thick traveling boots. He's got a big brown tattered cloak around him and he literally has the great swords just piercing and has gone straight through his body. And he's just... <clears throat> and blood just kind of begins to pour out of his mouth and he <gasps> drops to his knees. Oh no. No, I lay on hands him. With the sword still inside of him? As the, as the sword comes out. It, I didn't say that it does. Pull the sword out. Uh, you hear Philip go, wait. Who are you? What is your intent? And he just, He's dying, man. We don't have time for that. And he's just coughing up blood. I, I, think, I think the sword in his body is preventing him from talking. I can hold him down. Just take the sword out. And so he, you know, he gives a whistle and as, as soon as the sword is clear of his body, I just give him, I just give this guy 15 points of healing. Okay. A lot of points. So the, this, you know, a lot of wash in him, just like it, it, you know, it heals, you know, it, it's still there, but somehow he's like alive. alive. <laughs> <laughs> so things are just literally knitting themselves back together. And... <laughs> What's your armor class? My armor class is 18. He literally just a dagger swings up and gets you in the neck. And so... Oh man, you're going to regret doing that. First and foremost, (laughs) you take eight points of piercing damage. Oh, 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 oh. And roll roll a constitution uh, saving throw. Oh, you are going to regret that. Okay, con, con saving throw? 
Well, for the record, literally, like, as soon as the blade is in you, the sword does the reverse. So literally, like, because he's, like, on his knees, and it literally rings him through wait, from behind. And so the, the point of the blade comes out of his chest from the other direction at this point. Oh, wait, is, that, is, is this a poison saving throw? Yes. Okay, then I should have rolled with advantage. Okay, cool. I'm glad I rolled with advantage. <laughs> What'd you get? Uh, I got a crit. Nice. Um, so uh, that, wait, con save? Yep. So that is... You're fine. <laughs> 27. You feel you feel as if, you know, there's something attempting to make its way into you, but, you know, you just you can just feel your yourself just be able to shrug it off. And so, you know, now he's lying motionless on the floor, the flying sword having, you know, stabbed him from behind. Oh, he's dead um, now? He is dead. Oh. Or he is he's been um, stabbed again. I'm going to oh. cast spare the dying. Windar bites his the throat. The blade comes out. Windar bites his throat? Yes. <laughs> Why? Roll. He just stabbed Korath in the neck after he saved him. But he's, he's dead. He's not. Well, thi- he's, he's unconscious because... He's not uh, thinking about it. Because Jota cast spare the dying. So roll with advantage. <laughs> oh, he's going to be spared <laughs> having no throat. Roll, roll, roll with advantage. <laughs> An attack roll. Just uh, add your, your strength. Don't add your proficiency. Okay. Hey, guys, You're not, I'm all right. You're just a flesh wound. Particular proficient at biting people. Oh, seven. Just your strength. You said with advantage or no? With advantage, Oh, yeah. cool. Crit fail. <laughs> Six. <laughs> okay, you, you, you can't do it. I don't know. You, you, um, like you, you attempt to bite him and you just like, you, you get part of his like coat in your mouth and you just, you just don't. So you just spit in his can't face. Can't do it. Perfidulo? What is my name? How was I oh saying it? It's Purple Corona. <laughs> Perfidula. Perfidulo. 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 Thank you. Perfidulo is going to kneel down next to the body and kind of like investigate it and go through his pockets and see if he finds anything that's like identifying or if he recognizes I anything. I cast Spare the Dying. I'm just saying I did he's that. Alive. Yeah. Uh, you're, he's, so he's alive. He's alive but unconscious. Right. Yeah. Okay. So you, you uh, roll an investigation check. Korath, you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. That was... The 14? Kind of a tiny, it was a really tiny sword. It didn't really do anything. So with a 14, you're, you're just kind of like investigating his body. Right. And when you, he's unconscious, okay. but you, you end up lifting up kind of his long hair and you actually find that on the back of his neck is a, is a rather fresh wound. Okay. And carved into his neck are the words, hurry up. Oh. What, wait, why, what's that about? Uh, I'm gonna just try and listen. Okay. And listen good. I'm trying to. Is there any more rustling after all that? Like, I'm assuming things went silent after yep. that all happened. Roll a perception check. Windows freaking out a little bit. Actually, everybody roll a perception check. <sighs> it's only a 10. I'm gonna pray for guidance. I don't know what my rolling is doing. It's a dumb old 10. Can I do another roll too? This is me put. I'm putting my tinfoil hat on, everybody. All right, so check it. You don't have to put your tinfoil hat on. It's permanently fixed to your head. I'm putting another one on. (laughs) (laughs) So check it out. Window wants to see if there's a connection between this dude with hurry up carved in his neck and the statue that we found back in time that said serve carved in it. Mm. I got to find my D20 because I dropped it. Roll a D20. <laughs> add your conspiracy. Add your, <laughs> yeah, add your wisdom. Conspiracy check. That's <laughs> oh, come on, uh, 13 for perception. Okay. A solid two. 
don't know what's going on. Two for perception. Oh, no. I rolled a one. Perception. Perception's nine. I hate you. (laughs) Ten for conspiracy check. Okay. Nothing comes to mind. I'm sorry. Fourteen. You can make custom skills. You should make a conspiracy skill. (laughs) We could. (laughs) Doing that now. (laughs) Doing that. So I was going to say, while that's going on, while he's unconscious, and while I'm, I'm going to personally, if nobody else was, I'm going to drag his body mm-hmm. or even pick him up, probably. Yeah, I could probably pick him up. You can pick him up. Strong. Yeah, you can pick him up. Um, so I pick him up and I bring him over to the campsite. Mm-hmm. I tie him up and I'm ready to do something when everybody else is kind of settled. I can just give him like one health point. If uh, like, I mean, like, if we were going to be adding arbitrary numbers to health, like, if the lowest amount would be one, I can give him like just one health. Um, sure. I I have an idea. Um, so I think I had one of those one time. Possibly. Everyone else is kind of just like standing around. Like the, it seems like the old uh, the countess. Has gone back to bed. Cinder, um, do you see anything? Windar points at Cinder yeah. and, and says in his head, I'm so sorry that everyone keeps doing this to you, but do you see anything over there? He messages Cinder. I'm aware. I'm just like... He doesn't have to respond. I'm just throwing <laughs> it out there for dramatic effect. You get no response. Hey, who's? Oh, well. Did your swords... See it? Can you send your swords out and see if they see anything? Because oh, that's actually a pretty good idea. And he bangs the swords, and this is the first time most of you are seeing it. And the purple flames, you know, and they, they go up and they scatter and they kind of just like travel around. And all right, well, if Horath, uh, you want to do that thing? Yeah, he's all he's tied up good. I think so. All right, uh, just to be sure, Korath is going to just sit on him. Okay. <laughs> And then he is just going to touch his forehead and Ooh. wake him up. <laughs> hey, um, not cool, by the way. Uh, I, I saved you after he got stabbed. Um, so why'd you stab me in the neck? And you tried to poison me and it didn't work. He spits at you. Does that reach my, my head? <laughs> How close are you? Um, I guess I'm like four feet. Like I'd you're sitting four... on him? Yeah, I'm sitting on and him. Hits your chest. Okay. When it just, he's... It just arcs and hits my chest. When he spits at him, Perfidulo is going to kick this guy in the head. I like roll him. Roll an attack roll. He's got one health <laughs> point. <laughs> Eighteen. You hit. He's tied up. <laughs> he is. <laughs> and it's a crit. <laughs> Two points of damage. No, sorry, it's plus strength, right? Like it was an unarmored attack plus strength. Uh, if you're not, it's one it's plus one strength. point plus strength. Oh, okay, yeah. so five. Well, five points of damage goes unconscious. Nice. I give him one health point. <laughs> wait, wait. Before you do, before you ask him any questions, I cast, and I'll kind of like rub my hands together mm-hmm. and mutter a few words, and I cast Zone of Truth. Hey, cool. I and he has to you. make a charisma saving throw. Windar says to him, you're going to tell us everything. What's your DC? 17. Okay. Bardic inspiration or cutting Korath words, whatever. Korath out of nowhere says, I hope nobody notices that I farted. 
Oh, why did I say that? <laughs> Minus one to his to his save. Why did I say that? <laughs> you you Where's Gopher. You is feel he still in the cart. Yeah. He's sleeping. Reveal is gonna go like check on him, make sure he's okay. He's okay. Okay, but he's still gonna go like check on him. Just yeah. Like, sure. Just <laughs> sleeping. Um, <laughs> I'm like worried about. Okay. No, you see him breathe. You see him breathe. Some alone time. You 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 feel as if it, it has affected him. You see the kind of thing like the, it wash over him. Now, to be clear, he can resist answering, right? He just can't lie. It's like he can choose like not to answer the question. He can like uh, he can like talk. And, and by the way, I know whether he succeeds oh, or fails. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's so what I'm saying. Okay. You see it wash over him. Yeah, you, he can you, avoid answering, if uh, and thus can avoid answering questions to which yeah. it would normally respond with a lie. Such creature can be evasive in its answers as long as it remains within the boundaries mm. of the truth. So he can just not answer. Sure. Okay. Hey, so, Junta, do you want me to schmooze answers out of him? Um. Yeah. Sure. All right. What do we want to know? Just so I don't go in fl- floundering. Probably everything, like who he is, uh, what's his name, fair. What's his profession? You know what? Got it. What his favorite color is? You could ask. <laughs> Maybe if I need to. But when I walk, goes over to him and like leans down next to him and says, "Hey, let's get to know each other." You see, his eyes look kind of fuzzy. He like slaps the side of his cheek, like, "Hey, hey." No, you assume it's the spell. Oh. Well, he just does it anyway. Hey, <laughs> look at me. Look at me. You... All right. Listen, let's get to know each other. Tell me first, what's your name and who do you work for? And where'd you get that fancy mark on the back of your neck? Persuasion. Okay. Who is your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> 22. My name is Death Hound. Oh, that's cute. And I work for Death. Okay. Again. Fuzzy. Is that Death's real name? Or is that just some fancy title? Death's got a real name? I don't know it. What would you get that fancy mark on the back of your neck? Why do you got to hurry up? Uh, The boss. Where'd you come from? North. North? How north? Mm. It's a place that we know. Mm. We know that. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't respond. He's going to... That's what your persuasion check fair. got you. That's fair. Would I be able to try to like push harder for like an intimidation? Sure. Okay. So he's going to go from just zero to a hundred. And... Where's the trigger? <laughs> essentially, he's going to put... He's going to get dark. He's going to take a claw and put it near his eye and just start gently oh, pressing God. it. Oh, man. And I didn't know we were going there. And say, I was just gonna knock him out and keep waking him up. You're gonna, t- you're gonna tell me everything. And you just like just 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 starts Roll just so tickles it, like he's trying to get a grain of sand into his eye. I'm gonna say like, um, window. I can't. I can't. I don't know if I can fix that. Thirty one. That out there. What, 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 what do you want to know? Where'd you come from? What is your real name? What is your boss's real name? Otherwise, My name is Death Hound. And your boss's real name? Death. Then where did you come from? The North. He sticks his eye. Okay. And he pulls out. And, the, and then everybody in the armored Arcanist takes a full step back. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of dark, dude. 
Um, I'm gonna. <laughs> hey, hey man, you stabbed your neck. Yeah. What the hell is I? I I just kind of like put my hand over his eye, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna put some healing on that. Maybe it heals. Maybe. Maybe. Just, maybe I don't know. <laughs> it's fresh. It's you fresh how much HP do you give it? His eye. <laughs> I'll give his eye. <laughs> What the? I'll give his eye 10 points. What on earth are you? What the hell was that? Yeah, Windart, you, we gotta talk about your anger issues. I, I feel I, I put I, 10 points direct to his eye. Okay. <laughs> Only his eye. No. You, you, <laughs> Nothing else. It looks like it, it's, it's healed and it resembles his eye. Um, my, my, my eye, my eye, and, uh, if I use lesser restoration, could I, could I cure that bit of blindness? What does lesser restoration do? Um, where, where are you? Uh, you create one disease or one condition afflicting it. This could be blinded, deafened, paralyzed, there you go. poisoned. I'll say sure. Okay. So I'm, I, I do that. And Cause it's I, fresh. Yeah, this was like a, at this point. I think I'm at this point. I think I'm not sitting on him. I think I'm hold. I'm like literally just like gra- like holding him. him. Got it. Um, and I do that, and I am actually gonna take a. St- I'm gonna take him a step back and kind of turn him away from Windar. That's fair. Um, he's not happy with this dude. Yeah, you don't have to justify yourself at all. I'm just gonna justify it anyway. <laughs> Wait, so you're you're like holding him in like a bear hug? Yeah, I, I have him like this. Okay, and then I like did that. Like I got big arms. I could, I could probably. Now, isn't he tied up though? He's yeah. tied yes. up. Okay. Yeah, but I'm I'm making sure he can't like do yeah. anything. Uh, crazy. Windar, that was a little excessive. We didn't need to do that. I mean, you saved him, and he stabbed you in the neck. That doesn't sit well with me. Yeah, but we need to get information, and it doesn't do us any good if he's blind. Well, well, he, he can still talk while he's blind. I mean, that's not really that. I'm not saying it was a good thing. I'm not defending it. I'm just saying uh, to his, you know, okay. At least he, I'll, I'll sit this one out. We I'm can't. Just, we can't stoop to the level of the people we fight. Ooh. I'm going to... He, uh, he just... Go, go ahead. Rufadilo's going to come back. After that, I'm going to cast... I'm going to try a different approach. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to try casting calm emotions. Okay. So I'm going to kind of... Go in front of his eyes, like kind of uncover the haze, like dispel zone of truth, but then right back over his eyes, try to cast calm emotions. Okay. Uh, I roll against something? Yeah, charisma saving throw. What's your DC? 17. I do not succeed. So, um... Hey, death hound! <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? Well, hold on, what is calm emotions? So I exactly? can make the target indifferent about creatures of your choice. Hmm. Okay. So basically, it's not like. Uh, no, I get it. Okay. Yeah. He's indifferent. Are they us. both concentration? They con- That's what I'm saying. I he turned off the other one. He turned the other one okay. off. That's why I like went over his eyes. And- <laughs> wax on, wax off. Yeah. What? what? Why were you? Were you sent here to get someone? I'll make you a deal. Untie me, and I'll tell you who I was here for. You're not really in the. How about this? We wait till the morning to do that. What are you going to do with me all night? You're going to sit here while we finish our rest. And then in the morning, we'll untie you. 
while he's when when he says like, "What are you gonna do with me all night?" Can Window just like peer out from behind Korath and just like do a little wave? <laughs> yes, you can. Intimidation. No. no. Yeah. Twenty nine. <sighs> okay. Uh, f- fine. But I mean, but. we're probably done. With, almost done with our night anyway, right? Yeah. We got. A couple, you, like you probably have hours. to sleep like two more hours because your yeah. your your long um, rest has been interrupted. interrupted. Yeah. F- fine, but but I want to be untied. Give me your weapons. I only so have I'm gonna, one. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take all his weapons off of him, and I am going to. Oh wait, hold on a second before you make any decisions. There, he tried to kill you. I know. So you're know. searching him. Is that what you're I'm searching him? Okay, investigation. Since he's like restrained, do I get anything? And then now, yeah. sure, you could roll. No, just yeah. says if you were investigating a dead body. Yeah. Same DC. Fifteen. You find the dagger. Yep. That's it. Okay. Is it a poison? And you don't dagger? have anything else on you, do you? Nope. Gen- gentlemen, I know you seem like very upstanding. Type of people. Oh, I don't know about that. I mean, that book, that guy in the eye, for God's that's, sake. That's nah, true. Don't, um, don't lump them with me. I'm my own person. I do. I, I want to say I have some experience with things like this. If you want, I could take this guy out to the woods for 20, 30 minutes. I'm sure I can come back with, with some information. Mm, no, he, he, he said he would willingly tell us who he's after if we untie him. I just don't want to do that until we're all rested up. Anyway, Fair enough. I just thought I'd um on what offer that on his that possibility. Do I think he's like actually trying to make a deal or just trying to scramble? Sure. Roll an inside check. I should have done that too. Too bad. What? Too I, bad. I know. That's why I said I should have done that. <sighs> Twenty. That a boy. You you assume that he is serious. You believe that he'll actually tell you. You you do get the inkling though that there's there's more to what he's saying as far as just wanting to be untied than he's letting on. But you, you don't you don't think that he's lying per se. You just think that he's maybe not being totally why, forthcoming. Why do you want to be untied so badly right now? I don't like being tied up. Well most people don't, but I just I don't know. Does anyone have uh does anyone have any uh shackles? I got rope. I also, this is my rope. Hey, do you guys have any shackles? I wanna, I wanna lock this guy to uh, my wrist. Huh. Uh, Philip goes. Uh, yeah, shackles, and he goes into the, into one of the crates. How much are they? And he goes, "What do you mean? How, how, how much are th- like if I was to buy sh- shackles? I don't know how much do shackles cost." They cost. I give you. Got it. That was pretty (laughs) impressive. It was like same pitch and everything. Um, I've been working on my voices. Uh, (laughs) I've been working on my. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I I take the shackles. I put one on his wrist before I untie him, and then I put it on my wrist, and then I take, uh, I take a blade, and I, I cut his. I cut the rope. Got it. And then I take all blade items off of me and I put them like off somewhere else. <laughs> so he, you've cut him free, but he's attached to you. He's attached to me. Okay. He's not tied up. He kind of just like cracks a little bit and he, you know, 
Is that a little better? A lot better. Thank you. Treat me like a friggin' animal. Well. Scratching his hair. You did try to kill me. <laughs> Suppose that's and your name, true. And your name is Death Howard. And he's itching his so. chest. Oh, and, no. And he just says, Death, take me. And in an instant, you see just his veins go black and it crawls up from his chest. And, he, and his eyes roll back in his head. Can I cast Spare the Dying? <laughs> no. He's, he's dead dead. At this point, some, either a combination of being rung through enough times um, or perhaps whatever it is he invoked. And if you were to actually, if you were to actually check his chest, there is a tattoo on his right pectoral. Can I cast Revivify? What does that tattoo look like? Read me Revivify. Okay. Besides it costs a diamond? Oh no! That's true. No diamonds. I do not have the diamond. <laughs> Rud. Always have a diamond. Alex. I've been meaning to I'll get give you one. some peace of mind and tell you that it probably wouldn't have worked anyway. All right, but I'll. Can I read it to you and then sure. you can tell me whenever or never you touch a creature that has died within the last minute. The creature returns to life with one hit with one hit point. This spell can return to life creatures that have died of old age. Can't. Can't Can't return creatures that have died of old age, nor can it restore any missing body parts. Okay. It died Mm -hmm. thinking we are its friends. Yes. No, I thought it was just indifferent. Well, we're not hostile to it. We're not its enemies. Right. Right. Yeah. So I cast Speak with Dead. Okay. So... I'm just like holding him from the shackles, his like limp corpse. Um, so I, I get that five question. All right, guys. I mean, okay. Um, so I'm, I apologize. Uh, my friends over there is, and you guys is a little dark, but I feel like he wasn't completely telling the truth. Um, so we get. The last time I checked, I think we get five questions. Uh, do we want to strategize? Or we, you know, let's Who is he here to kill? Wait, wait. Oh, you're asking. Uh, I'm that, asking you, Junta. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm right, saying, just making sure. I'm saying we should we should inquire. That's a fair question. Let's, yeah. That let's do that one, right? Do we all okay? Who were you sent to kill? Does he have to answer? It Based says on the that. Spell. You can ask, okay, the corpse knows only what it knew in life. Allowing it to answer the question you pose. Answers are usually brief, cryptic, or repetitive, and the corpse is under no compulsion to offer a truthful answer if you are hostile to it or it recognizes you as the enemy. Oh, we, yeah, we weren't hostile at that point. Cool. Despite that, it chuckles. <laughs> Doesn't give a response. Hmm. Hmm. Does this, he know who This we is are? like this is tricky, right? So this is not a this is not a concentration spell. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Wait, I'm how long cast, does it last? I, ten minutes. I'm gonna cast Zone of Truth. Okay. And I'm gonna put it Okay. I'm just gonna like You got four questions left. Right. So Man, these farts are really bad. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Do we wanna try that again? Yep. Who were you here to kill? Stone blessed. Who's that? That's that's me. No, you're Earthforged. That was my old name. What? 
but not to kill. To hey, oh, that was like more than I asked. You're popular, Korath. Um, I'm, I'm granting you truth because of the combination of both of your things. Yeah, I, I figured. Okay. Um. What else? How many questions do we have left? What was he here to do? At at um um, ask him if the name of the guy who sent him. He says death every single time. I feel like it's going to be repetitive. That's, that's his boss, but not necessarily who sent him. Mm, that's true. It's true. Go ahead. Um, well, hold on, hold on. Do we want to ask? You okay? I'm freaking out, man. Okay. Um, do we want to maybe ask where he wanted us to go? You know what? We have three questions. I'm comfortable asking that. It's fine. Um, Wait, what was the question again? <laughs> Who sent him? Oh, okay. Do we want like a more specific or do we want to like... I think that that feels that... pretty pretty specific. Okay, all right. I feel like the answer is going to be death. If it is, you That's owe on me. me five gold. Ask who personally Sounds sent good. him. Who, who specifically sent you? To get Korra, to get Earthforged. Stone blessed. Stone blessed. Death's hand. That's like the same thing. I want five gold. <laughs> I knew it. See? He just changed his answer because he didn't want you to owe me anything. <laughs> Wait. But you owe me five gold, okay? You better you better pay out that one. Why me? When I Talk to go for later. You're at three or four. You're that was two three. three. You have two, two left. left. Yeah. Can I make a conspiracy check? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Okay. What's the conspiracy? <laughs> What this is, is it? just what? life now. Are you proficient in it? Uh, yeah. yeah, he is. He is. Wisdom like, check with proficiency. Like, no. He keeps... Oh, my God. He's trying to put together if this All dude right, is an angel... If, if he's a lackey of the angel of death. Mm. Okay. That's funny. Oh, man. Roll it. Got me. Got me. <laughs> Roll it. Oh, that's what you get. Like two years of just being like... Oh, my... No! All right. Uh, wisdom and this sick. 15. Makes a lot of sense to you. But yeah, but it makes a lot of sense to me. Like, is there some kind of like nope. click? That's like this nope. has to be it. Just, no, nope. Okay. All right. Well, Windows just you, it resonates in you as a as a good theory. He's he's okay. counting beans in his head, and he's like, "All right, counting beans. <laughs> two more." <laughs> okay. Um, okay. You have like thirty seconds to ask the next one, or the spell's gonna run out. Wait. All right. Ask, ask if he knows the angel of death, or if that's okay. Um, do you know? Personally or not personally? Personally makes sense. Oh, do you personally know the angel of death? The who? Oh, no. Does he owe you five gold no, now? No, I didn't know. No. We share. Um, <laughs> I think the last question should be something to the effect of what, like... Why? Like he was sent to not kill yeah. me. What, was, what, oh, what am oh, I... What what, is, what's the message for core? Well, for, no, Stone Blessed. What's, 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 blessed. The, what's the purpose for Stone Blessed? What's the message for Stone Blessed? What's the message for Stone Blessed? Yeah. Hurry up. And his eyes roll back in his head. Dang it. That was a waste of a question. Well, not really. It was pretty non specific. Hey, that was a great job, guys. Really good interrogation <laughs> skills. Um, so, perf- perf- perfunctory. My guy. Perfunctory. is going to. Um, My boy. F- Philip was the one that gave you the shackles, right? Yeah. Uh, can, can we please unlock this body from, from Korath? Uh, Philip comes over and he's kind of waving. He unlocks it with the key. <laughs> Once he does that in the body, like most falls of to the them, ground. the only person, the only people who are still awake at this point, Cinder, it seems, has leaned up against the tree, might be sleeping. Okay, can't tell. Um, um, Philip and Hoos 
Um, Hoos at this point is is kind of just like laying down, and it seems like he's ready to yeah. just kind of put this knight behind him. And- um, once that happens, um, he's gonna bring the um, the body kind of next to the to the fire pit. I know there's like probably no fire anymore, mm-hmm. and he's actually gonna take his little dagger off his hip and cut off like a little piece of his like a little piece of flesh off his finger, mm-hmm. and he's gonna kind of like sit over the body for about a minute. Um, at the end of that minute, the Corpse of this guy is going to stand up and just hang out. Okay. Like, yeah. We will not let him die. <laughs> <laughs> we will not let him die. Hey, oh, he's, he's not. Um, What'd you do that right. for? He can't, he can't not, talk or he anything. He can't talk. He's just, yeah. You've made a. How long does it last for? 24 hours. Okay. And then I can just keep um, recasting it to keep it going. That's true. What the heck? When I goes over to Cora. What are you? Um, pretty good with the sword. No. I mean, what the heck is that? Oh, well, from time to time, you know, when there's a body laying around, like we can't bury it where we are. I just feel better about bringing it to like a holy ground. So I'll animate it and it'll, it'll follow us along and, you know, we'll give it a proper burial. That is good intent. Interesting execution. You know, sometimes you just can't carry a body for a couple days. I, I feel really bad asking Gopher to do that. It's not. That's that's traumatizing for for the little guy. So if you this was the solution we that, came up with. That's if you really wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. We can put him on the back of my horse. No, he can walk. <laughs> that's. <laughs> <laughs> that's where we. <laughs> Inspiration. Korath uh, does not like. Where's my black chip? Korath, do you do you do anything else with the remainder of your night? You're you're bordering on losing your long rest because you've been up for a pretty long time. Right, I'm just yeah, gonna I'm I, gonna attune yeah, to Atreus. Go to an, yeah, we would. Uh, you attune to Atreus. He's back. Oh yeah, idiot. Am I a barbarian again or yeah, barbarian? You're good. I missed you. Now I feel like crap about myself again, but I missed you. Poked the guy in the eye tonight. That was pretty barbaric. Yeah, it was kind I think of, I'm rubbing off on you, lizard boy. I mean, it was... I feel kind of bad. But he tried to kill Korath, so I don't feel bad. Well, it's just... I feel bad for the... Pretty good point. I feel bad um, for who's... He thinks I'm a... Well, a lot of people think I'm a weirdo. <laughs> and he just keeps looking at his finger. No, my, my dude will go back to sleep. Okay. Korath is going to... Leap kind of with one eye open, keeping his eye on this corpse because cor- mm-hmm. reanimated dead don't really um, sit right with with uh, with uh, K man. Cool. You uh, cool. you wake up. There is no incident. Zombie right. is just still standing there next to the fire. Let's um, let's hit the road, guys. Where did you learn to do that? I think some some priest somewhere. I don't remember. It's been a while. A priest taught you how to do that. Yeah, he was kind of doing the same thing, and you know, going out to where bandits and other people had been killed by bandits, and making sure they got their the rest. He had I don't know where he learned it, but um, but he was doing good work, and I I wanted to to pitch in. I do what I can. People like it. I've had some families get very happy when I return their their um their kin. I don't. Uh, okay, so Korath is gonna. I think Korath. I think it comes down to purpose and execution at this point. Yeah. Um. But I just I'm gonna say bye to these guys. Yeah, they're they're kind of just packing up and yeah. It was very nice to spend directions. the night with yep. you. Um. Well, if you guys ever make it to the capital city, make sure you come and check out the Armored Arcanist. And uh, <laughs> we can't wait. We'll uh. Well, 
You know it. We'll uh, we'll have that armor sent over to your guild hall in Stromos. You'll pay us when you get the chance. Wow, that's a lot of faith you're putting on me. I I greatly appreciate it. Um, you can send it to uh, the attention of uh, of Iko at the. Did we come up with a name for our guild hall, guys? Boy barn. <laughs> I would never have agreed to that. <laughs> Me neither. Like, okay, the, the, the Goblin Splooshers Guild Hall. We'll figure it out. And they, uh, you know, they all pile, up, pile in their wagon and you, we you know. pile into ours and the corpse is going to walk along next alongside to it. Alongside of you. Yeah. That Whoa. is interesting. And, uh. Does he sell, like, the black veins and everything? Oh, yeah. All right, cool, cool, cool. So, you know, kind of a weird night. Yeah. And you're in the cart. Then we sit with Jamie or you kind of pile in. Are you on top? I'll sit with Jamie. Sitting with Jamie. I'm just going to, I'm going to sit in the cart this time. In the cart this time. I'm hanging out in the cart. So is Gopher. In the cart. Uh, I almost cast, I almost cast, uh, I was almost about to cast, um, uh, what's the name of the spell? It's a first level spell. It's like a rich, uh, Ceremony. I almost cast ceremony on that body, <laughs> and if I did, it would not be able to be turned to, to und. It would not be able to be raised as an undead. <laughs> I almost screwed up your thing. So by doing my thing, yeah. You know, uh, say a, a couple more days go by without a um, hitch. Every night before bed, uh, he would recast the spell to make sure he keeps the control going. Got it. Yeah. You know, um, Quad's going to wait for an opening <laughs> to cast ceremony. No, he, he always does it with at least like four to six hours left. That was like a couple hours in the morning. Got so it. he does it like before bedtime. Uh, yeah. You reach a fork in the road. A fork. And there's a post and there's arrows going in the two different directions. One says Var Elk. One says Barlick. You recognize that Barlick. You've been in a tree long enough to know that Barlick is the capital city of the plains. It's the star near the fork of the river. And Varok is the one at the base of the mountain. It's that one. And so you realize that you're you're going to have to take a path that goes either to the east of the mountains or to the west of the mountains in order to get to Nursefit. And uh, Jamie pipes up. Uh, uh, gentlemen, I, I'm not sure if you uh, you have a, a, a stake in this, but, uh, you know, which, do you have a preference? I'd Honestly, I'd prefer not to head towards Barlick. I mean, it's just, you know, more stories of crazy stuff in those wilds. But, uh, and, and Emmett actually chimes in and goes, um, if it's, it's possible, I'd rather uh, not go anywhere near Varelk, if that's uh, agreeable. I mean, I'm, I mean, as last night was evidence, uh, we kind of deal with crazy stuff. Often, um, I've known uh, Emmett longer than you, uh, so I'm going to go with... Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Much appreciation. Well, uh, if you don't mind me asking, um, um, I do, but um, <laughs> I'll just say there's people in that city, and I'd rather them not know that I'm uh, alive. Alive. Okay. Just for the protection, oh. safety of my, my family and whatnot. So uh, oh. better off not knowing that... Uh, Everybody, family first. Barlick it is. Can I roll just a quick history check, maybe? Sure. To like see if I know what's going on in this Absolutely. town, city, sure. bar, bar, Barlick? Barlick. Yeah. Barlick um, looks like it's closer to the mountains, and 18? Korath's cool with that. With an 18, you, you remember that uh, the plane 
I mean, you've been in the... No, not you. The rest I of them know. have been on the plane. Uh, you know that, that the plane as a province has the most uh, reputation as being a home for undead things. And a lot of the horror stories in Atroon come from the, the region of the plane. So whenever there's rumors of vampires and lycanthropes, it's usually from the plane and Barlick is the capital of the plane. Of that province. Barlick. Bar- Barlick. 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 Barlick is the capital of the plane. And that's not where we're going. Wait, we, we're Barlick going... is where we're going. We're going to Barlick. We want to right. listen to Emmett. Okay. Got it. So Emmett doesn't want to go here. Correct. He wants to go yeah. through there. Right. He doesn't necessarily want to go to Barlick, but he wants to take the east side. He wants to right. avoid... Uh, Varok is embedded into the mountains, and he doesn't. He just doesn't want to go in that direction. Yeah, that's fun. So Barlick it is. Maybe we can go to the other place on the way back. If there's people who's trying to like mess with you while we're going through, just you know, I don't mind driving. That's fine. You hide out inside. Yeah, you can just hang out in the carriage. Yeah. Um, I appreciate that. It's all right. But uh, yeah, hey, yeah. she's she's craftier than uh, all of us put together. So it's, it's uh. uh- Oh. Enough said. Um, hey, Emmett, I have a question. Yeah. Um, What's up? When, when, when we go in the, the, the carriage, it feels bigger. But is the carriage bigger or do we get smaller? I don't know. That's why I don't like going in the carriage because I don't like getting it's, smaller. It's pr- I think it's a conjuration if I'm taking a thing, I guess. It's just not my thing. I don't like getting smaller. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> So you oh, yeah. take the road to Barlick, mm-hmm. and um, you start heading up the road. Cool. And then one day, and at about noon, Jinta and Jamie are sitting on the bench. You, uh, you Junta, you see a figure in the distance, <laughs> and an arrow flies and pierces Jamie through the heart. <gasps> Jamie. Can I react and, quickly enough to save her life? I mean, his life or her life is their, their, their life. Their life. life. Uh, sure. You're going to cast something? Yeah. Or, or I'm going to heal. I'm going to pull the arrow out and heal her. Him. <laughs> yeah. They. Do it. Him. They. they. I'm going to cast Cure Wounds at first level. Do it. And that means that they're going to get, well, they are going to get a D8 of healing plus my abil- spell casting fire plus my level and two plus my cleric level. Do it. So six plus five is eleven, plus two is thirteen, plus twelve is twenty-three. No, that's not true. That's not how that works. Okay. Plus two plus one, so fourteen. Jamie's eyes open. <laughs> oh, my, oh my god! Oh my! Oh my! Jamie, you're okay. You're what? okay, guys. What? What's going on? And a sound just tears through the open space where you are. And you just hear, Stone Blessed, show yourself, coward. And Did that's, someone, what? <laughs> that's where we'll pick up nice. next time. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I'm so glad you were here. It was an extra long episode. I'm not sure if Steve cut it or not into different pieces, but uh, hope you enjoyed it. And uh, we will see you next time. What is going on? Sorry for the eyeball business. <laughs> 
Hello, everyone. We'd just like to take this moment to thank our patrons for bringing this episode to you. So thank you to JJ, Jordan, Justin, Kim, Nathan, Neil, Phil, and Trevor. Thank you for all your support in helping us to keep this podcast going. 